Perhaps, like you, I have always been drawn to the cross, or more specifically, a crucifix, which is a cross with the body of the Lord on it. From my earliest memories, I, I remember always being drawn to a crucifix, especially because in my parish where I grew up in Indiana, we, they had and still have a very large crucifix that dominates the sanctuary. It's larger than life, actually. And I remember my first memories, even as a child, was, were going into that church and looking, but not really looking. I was scared for a long time uh, to look at the crucifix. It is traumatic. I think we forget, but it is quite traumatic, especially maybe for a little child or for someone who's never seen that before. But I remember growing up and getting braver and braver, and I thought, I'm going to look at the cross. I'm going to spend more time looking at it. And I did that more and more, and I was drawn to it as I grew up. And then as I learned about what the cross represents, it is God's way of bringing us salvation, then I was drawn even more to it. And prayer would spontaneously come from my heart, not out loud, but in my heart I would pray thanksgiving, or I would just be in awe or reverence of what God has done for me and for all of us. Sometimes it would bring me to tears. I would be sorrowful. Sometimes it would bring me just to say, God, I know I know nothing like your suffering, but I am going through a hard time. I am suffering. Help me now. I've always been drawn to the cross and, and the crucifix. And I'm sure, I'm absolutely certain of it, it helped me to grow into a, a, a strong Catholic man. It very much played a part in my becoming a Holy Cross priest, and it very much was part of my, my discernment in becoming a priest of Jesus Christ. It's the cross that drew me in whenever I saw it. And that's no surprise. Jesus himself said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself. Clearly, he was talking about the crucifixion. When I am lifted up, just like this beautiful new image here in our sanctuary, I will draw all people to me, to my heart. He was also speaking, we believe, of his resurrection. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to eternal life. And no doubt he was referring to the Eucharist, in which when the priest says, Behold the Lamb of God, he is lifted up, and all people are drawn to him. This is God's plan. It is incomprehensible to us, perhaps, but it is beautiful and it is perfect because it is God's plan. If you and I were trying to think about a way to save the world, thank God we don't have to do that, but if we were, we could think for a million years and come up with a million plans, and I bet it wouldn't come close to looking like that. It wouldn't come close to our saying, well, I'll go down personally and teach them how to live, and I will show them in my words and in my action how they are to live as God's beloved children. I will let them do whatever they want to me, and I know assuredly this is going to lead to death, and not just any death, but a horrific, torturous, terrible death on a cross. Yeah, that's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. Not one of us would come up with that plan, no doubt, but God did, and it's perfect, and it is beautiful. So the cross of Christ draws us in and shows us God's plan, God's mercy, God's love for the world. 
Now, we heard in that Passion account in the Gospel from the Gospel of John, as we do every Good Friday. Every Gospel has just a certain emphasis on the Passion account. John's emphasis is this. Jesus is fully in control. He is the one who lays down his life. He is the one who questions Pilate, or he is mute before Pilate, showing that he is the more powerful one. He is the one on the cross issuing commands, woman, your son, son, your mother, forgive them, they know not what they do. He is the one to say, now it is finished. Jesus gives over his life for us. But so that gospel tells us what happened, if you will, and puts that in the context of history. We have to look to the other readings today from Isaiah and Hebrews to teach us why that is salvific and what it means for us today. Isaiah the prophet lived and wrote hundreds of years before the coming of Jesus. And yet, even then, maybe 500 years or more before Jesus came, he prophesied about what was to come. He said, the one, a mysterious figure, a suffering servant, shall come, and he shall suffer for all. He shall be crushed for our infirmities. Even though he is guiltless, he shall bear the guilt of all. By his stripes, by his wounds, we are healed. Now, scripture scholars, especially Old Testament scripture scholars, will often say, well, yes, but he was referring to Israel, the Israelites as a whole, being the, the means for salvation in the world. Okay, he probably was referring to the Israelites as well. But make no mistake about it, God put it into his heart to prophesy the coming of the Savior, of, of the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He is the definitive one who would take on our sins. He would be crushed for our offenses. He, the innocent, would accept the, the punishment for all of us, the guilty. And then in the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, the sacred author goes on to identify, he says, Jesus is the high priest, the perfect high priest. Not only did he offer a sacrifice, he offered himself in sacrifice. He didn't just offer the blood of an animal, he offered his own blood to the Father so that we could be saved. His altar was not made of stone or wood, but the wood of the cross. He offered his life in salvation for all of us. But I love what, listen to what the sacred author says. He says, therefore, brothers and sisters, we have a high priest in heaven who knows what we go through. He identifies us with all things except sin. He knows that you are tired. He knows that you doubt. He knows that you have questions. He knows that you are frustrated with sin. He knows that you mean it when you say, I will never sin again, and then you do it. He knows that. He identifies and sympathizes with us in every aspect. And yet, he still draws us to his tender, sacred, loving, sacred heart. He draws us in to forgive us and to offer us once again redemption, salvation, and eternal life. So as we today honor and adore the cross, let us remember that it is the Lord who calls us to himself. Despite our weakness, in the midst of our sinfulness, he calls us to be forgiven, to receive his loving mercy. But then as well, 
After this, tonight and tomorrow and for the rest of your lives, continue to be drawn into the mystery of the cross. And remember, God knows what you and I go through. We have a high priest who is not separated from us, but who knows what we go through and loves us and calls us to himself. When I am lifted up, Jesus said, I will draw all people to myself. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world.